Oh, hey there, buddy. What is? Uh, your bubble wrap stuff. Bubble wrap. Oh, God. That's going to be I'll gone. try to wedge it yeah. into... No, let it put it somewhere else. Oh, boy. Asshole. Oh, boy. So, Rocky, are you making any size, or are we just going straight smoked chicken? Um, I do have some potatoes and some peppers, onions, all kind of together with some rosemary. Tight. Uh, tight. A little salt, pepper, a little bit of oil, and I will butter it after. Do we have sauces for the chicken? Uh, we can do all the sauces you want. All the he sauces. Have a, he's, he's a sauce guy. All of them. I have hot, not hot, barbecue, weird shit. I got everything. Definitely not. I got ketchup if you want. Ew. Ew. I don't give a like Jesus. My girlfriend likes her steak well done with ketchup and A1 mixed together. Well, your girlfriend's not here, is she? No. <laughs> no. Listen here. You're not a roaster. Come back. Don't, you ate me, motherfucker. All right. Are we All right. ready? Anytime. All right. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny to Informing. talk under a gorgeous sky we would never want to make you cry unless from laughter musician steve osborne from 69 fingers is who we got musically speaking he's done quite a lot the hosts here aren't exactly Dwayne wade and lebron welcome to the backyard sessions with rocky and john Anytime. All right. Welcome to uh, episode four of Backyard Sessions. Um, we are sitting here on a brisk day, evening, I should say. Unusually brisk, I yeah, would say. Yeah, it is oddly brisk. And um, uh, sitting across from me, the master of the meats, is Rocky from What's the Fuss. <laughs> Yo, what's up, man? How are you doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. <laughs> master of meats. <laughs> yeah, the master of the meat. I, uh, I'm just trying to keep a little bit warm, man. That's I why that. I'm sitting more on the inside. You guys it's... got me outside like a stepchild yeah. out in the cold. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to watch how the chicken's going, you yeah. know? And um, I know hopefully the wind doesn't get too much, nah, you know, in your I way. I we'll be all right. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And um, we have a special guest. Who is that? As I sip my beer, um, we have one of my very best friends. Um, <laughs> I, I timed it like that on purpose. I know you did. Just dickhead. to let you know. Well, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take him on the sip of beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. That's no, fine. No, we have one of my very best friends. Um, great musician. Funny guy. Um, he's actually done some radio in the past. Um, he is. He plays drums. He plays bass. He plays guitar. He sings like an angel. Um, his name is Steve Osborne. All lies. <laughs> Except for my name. Right no, on, he, he, uh, you well, you you sing and play guitar in Effort. You play drum. You play drums in Eat the Elderly, and then you also sing and play guitar in Sixty Nine Fingers. Did I get all those right? Correct. And See? I also play drums in Gloriosa, oh, which cool. is my brother's band. Work. Oh, wow. So, I didn't even so know that. a total of four bands. Mm. I, I I knew about Sixty Nine Fingers and Effort. Did not know about Eat the Elderly. Yeah, were was, you really? That was Bill's band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you were the drums. Yep. Yes. No shit. Yeah, man. How um, what is that like to like to be able to play the drums and the guitar? That's that's not like the same line of skill, is it? Definitely like, not. No. These are. I tell people I'm not a drummer. I'm just been around it long enough to where I can kind of imitate people that I've seen play, and then after that, it's just obviously just like anything else. It's repetition and <clears throat> just practice to where I can. I'm not. Yeah. I'm yeah. not like neil pert or anything i literally just try to keep a beat while my friends play like i'm oh what is that a um, meg white from the white stripes there you go. There you <laughs> just go. keeps the beat exactly no, he, he's, he's a little bit more intricate than that i think he's being a little bit self-deprecating um he's a, he's a good drummer he's not he's obviously he's not like um you know the guy from incubus or anything you know he's but he he does a he does a great job yeah you and know, well, and I feel like 311, especially <laughs> I've heard yeah. like they play kind of like punk rock, rock and roll, um, some ska, a little bit of like it's it's all good music. It's uh, good. You got to check them out. Yeah. And like learning different instruments, I feel like it's like a whole nother language when you skip when you go from guitar to drums and stuff. It's it's like a whole nother what was thing. Your first instrument. And, yeah. What was the saxophone? Alto saxophone. What? In fifth grade. Yep. 
Wow. Can you still play the sax? Yep. Wow. I don't practice it, so I can't, you know, I couldn't pull one out right now and be like, Lisa Simpson on your ass. Yeah. But I know the notes. I can read the saxophone music, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. And um, and like Rocky said, you used to have a radio show, right? Yeah. Or like a oh. podcast. Yeah, you used to do like a radio show, right? Uh, I had a I had my own show on WPRK for <laughs> like two months. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, oh, it was shit. a weekly show. I just played uh, punk rock and oldies music. That's awesome. oh, kind of like a DJ. Yep. Oh, kind of okay. like what mm-hmm. uh, Gray Matter is right now. Where James Gray from uh, he's on the same thing, the Rollins Radio thing, mm-hmm. and he and he sort of plays like kind of weird, obscure music and in, in punk rock or whatever. I'm sure that's kind of like what that was supposed to be. Definitely. And you go into WPRK and they have. Walls and walls of CDs that of college rock bands from the last like thirty years, and you can do stuff you haven't heard of, have heard of. Just you're just you can spend hours in there. Yeah, wow, that's so awesome. it was cool to just show up a little early, go through the weird stuff, and how how long ago was that? Oh gosh, that was probably six years ago. Oh wow, yeah, that was six years ago. Wow, wow. So and well, and how long ago? Like, how long have you been doing Sixty Nine Fingers for? Because huh. I feel like that's been a long time, right? Yeah, uh, Sixty Nine Fingers has been a band since nineteen ninety seven. Back in the West Virginia days, <laughs> exactly. Wow. I joined the band in ninety nine. So so like eighteen years is that? Yep. Is that eighteen? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I thought you were a founding thought. member. I was not. <clears throat> I came along two. Years I learned later. something today, and it's one of my favorite bands. I, I've gone to a bunch of shows. I really like them, and I, I learned something today. I thought you were one of the founding members for sure. I didn't even know how to play guitar when I joined Sixty Nine Fingers. I was just <laughs> the trombone player. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And you switched and over. How'd you get into? How the fuck does that happen? Our guitar player, he was Mormon. He had to go on his mission, and he had to skip town. So there went our guitar player, and then our wow. lead singer. I think he quit or left the band under some circumstance. I can't remember exactly. So we didn't have a, a guitar player or a singer. And it was months had passed by. And then I was just like, I guess I'll just do it, guys. I'd learn the songs. I mean, I had been playing. That was, that was was I'd probably been in the band for four or five years before that had happened. Holy and played shit. trombone with, you know, the original members. But. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and being in a band 18 years, I'm pretty sure you've seen um, your fair share of, like, the drama. Definitely oh, knew the words. Yeah. I think we've had about 25 to 30 people that's been in our band over the years. Like, Holy shit. Jeez, yeah. I definitely want to talk about that, you know, at that's some insane. point. Because yeah. that's, you know, that's crazy to me. Um, what... Okay, so your band, uh, you're primarily punk for the most part, right? Yeah, we started off as a ska band, um, like Real Big Fish, you know, stuff like that. Oh, okay, and, uh, and I'm then, just, I'm just gonna let you, know, like, I'm not winking at you. Okay, it's all good. The sun is like right in my eyes. Are you flirting with Steve? So it's forced. <laughs> I was, I was getting the wrong impression. It's forcing <laughs> me to kind of, yeah. You, you uh, played with some of these big bands too, huh? Yeah, definitely. Well, d- what, what's who was who? Let's let's hear some of the greats. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who have you played with? Well, one of my favorite bands of all time, if not my favorite, is RX Bandits, and we were lucky enough to play with them. That's awesome. And I yeah. was telling you guys a little bit about them, you know, before we started. Yeah. Recording. Um, we've played with. We just recently played with Mustard Plug, which those guys are legends. Awesome. In the, you know, in the ska community since nice. the last twenty years, maybe thirty years actually. Um, Holy shit. We've played with uh, Less Than Jake, which they're wow, legends yeah. in Florida. Um, yeah. We just got a little shout out from them. Oh, awesome! On That's my, right. Not yeah. on this show, yeah. but on, on my show. Roger's show. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Pretty cool. Um, and they're, they're, I could I could go on and on, but those are those are probably the top in the top for me. Those are the ones I would love. Yeah. To when um like okay, so when you guys do punk, what would be if if there was no punk, you know, if there was no original scene, like no Buzzcocks or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever started it, um, what would be like the second genre of music that you would perform for people? Um, we have a rock and roll mentality when it comes to that. Okay. So I would, the closest thing I could say was like rock, is rock and roll. I, Eat I the Elderly was kind of rock and roll. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it verges on punk because it, obviously, but given what you just asked, I would say, I would say rock and roll. Um, yeah. And, and you know, and then there's the ska aspect of it too. Uh, well, that's that was gonna be my question. When you say ska or like ska punk, mm-hmm. what's um what is ska? It's got a what it's got that? a reggae aspect to it. But here, I'll let you. I mean, go ahead. Correct. It was it was actually before reggae. It was what created reggae. Yeah. Which is basically fast, upbeat. Um, you know, 
There's a thing with a guitar uh, called an upstroke, and it's where exactly. you hit basically the bottom three strings and an up. Uh, normally, with a guitar, you play downward when you strum. Obviously, if you're playing an acoustic oh, guitar, right, right. because you want that bass sound to hit everybody first, and you want a light note at the end, because that's kind of how just our stuff, our melodically yeah um but uh with an upstroke you're not really hitting the top strings very much obviously they'll get played in um and uh in it you know throughout the the song or whatever but with an upstroke you get this little dent 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 mm. but like it, you so know is it still heavy is no, it? no 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 not no. really I mean, that's where the punk aspect comes in it makes it heavy ska and punk it, it just so happens yeah you know it's like it's almost well, like punk cookies is a lot and on the downbeat you know, it's, yeah. it's a lot of the other opposite of ska where it goes it can down be. the downbeat. So when ska's on the upbeat and then you change to another part of the song and you're all right on the downbeat, that kind of goes with punk. It's, it's this yeah. weird thing that, like, uh, it, it's actually beautiful. It's it, I, I, it's kind of like Cookies and Milk. They weren't made for each other, but it seems like they were made for each other. Mm-hmm. Punk and ska go together so cohesively. It's, uh, it, it's weird that they were ever... Like they started out so separate, like the the movements were yeah, like had nothing to do with each other. Their own and entities, it, and it and it wouldn't be until the '60s. What would you think, Britain in the '60s with the skinhead movement and stuff like that? That punk would meet uh, reggae, ska, you know, and, and they'd kind of blend together. And, and Rocky knows this stuff. It goes far back as yeah, the right? '60s. Oh, dude, oh, it goes yes. further than that. Yes. Some reason I thought that was kind of newer. I don't yeah, know I mean, why. No. Uh, Ska no. was before reggae and before ska was Mento. And We're talking back in the forties and fifties. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this goes. This goes I mean, way back. Mm-hmm. I knew. I knew I was going to learn something today. <laughs> generations sure. and generations. I have. A, I have a. Uh, this actually came from. I'll call him a listener. Uh, it's actually one of my friends. Um, <laughs> but they, they wanted to know. Um, <clears throat> I asked this question to Mindscar on the 13th episode of uh, What's the Fuss? And it went over famously. Now, you've been on tour. You've, you've traveled around a little bit. And uh, you, you, it's, it's, everybody knows the stories about being in a van with a bunch of sweaty guys. How do you masturbate? Ooh. Do you do a spank? We had the we had the spank tent. Very quietly. We had the spank tent. We we had this area in the back where we had like a little bit where you could kind of lay down or whatever. It wasn't mm-hmm. a seat, and it was for when you got a quote unquote headache, and you would go back there and you'd be you and come up in twenty minutes. He'd be like, oh, I'm fine. I can't sleep back there. It's too bumpy. <laughs> and Mindscar had the pump house. <laughs> Catching your breath. Yeah, they would like every like Mindscar like sometimes they'd sleep in the van, sometimes they'd get a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Depends on how good the night went. Um, and when they got the hotel room. You know, everybody took a long shower. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it was called the pump house. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to know, like, you know, with, uh, obviously there's a lot of shitty stuff that happens on tour, but it's also the <laughs> funnest time in your life. How'd you spank it? Um, I would say the shower would probably be your best bet. Shower. Okay. I mean, that's where you're gonna get. If you're lucky enough privacy, to shower, the cleanliness factor. And if yeah. you're, and if you, if there's a spot where you can't take a shower. I mean, you're gonna have to go super stealth. I mean, it, I could be masturbating right now, and you wouldn't know. Really? Like you just have to. Sometimes you just gotta sit, up, cross your legs a certain way, and kind of jam along to the music and nod your head. Really? Wear, wear a big sweatshirt. Around yeah. here. Okay. Uh, wear a big sweatshirt. Well, okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, doing well. What I was thinking is like you get like a fake hand from like Halloween holding a beer, okay. and so the fake hand holding the beer is sitting out there, and then you've got your other hand, which you're I don't know using the. Point or whatever, mm-hmm. and then re- and then the, distraction. And then, yeah, and then <laughs> meanwhile, old old what? lefty. Okay, is there a name for that thing that everybody does with their sweatshirt? If you put both of the things in like this, and you put your fist. Oh, uh, and then make a move or whatever. Yeah. Oh my like, god, there has to be a name for that. That's brilliant. Yeah, but that's basically what you got with the masturbating thing. You got your guy <laughs> down there. You connect everything together up front. <laughs> Oh, and then man. if anyone looks, oh, you just do God. the thing and act like you're do- doing the joke. Yeah, there has yeah, to be a name for that. <laughs> yeah, that's it's probably, probably like one. the Yaskowski. Sort something. of like that S thing that everybody drew back in middle school. What mm-hmm. the fuck is the name for right. that? You know? Oh yeah. What is yeah. that? That was I, the first thing I knew how to draw. Actually, really? Yeah. Is that where you started with your drawing skills? Yeah. And well, that's as far as it went too. Yeah, same here. Because then after that, it was stick men and the house and the birds with the fl- the V's. The views of the birds. I started drawing with this kid, Max Hartley, who's now an artist for a living. And uh, we started drawing um, stick figures, like on the on the memo notes. 
Oh, yeah, And we yeah. would make skateboarders crash into walls, and we'd have, like, a little guy skateboarding or a little guy on a bike or, like, doing, like, tricks or whatever. Oh, like a little uh, flip like book? A, like a flip book. And, oh, you know, yeah. you basically ruin every page of the flip book for anybody else in the world because they've got a, a dude doing one <laughs> frame of a kickflip. Did you guys ever have the textbook, like, in junior high, high school? It could have been a health book, social studies, but it was a whole book, and someone, we everyone would just take turns going, drawing over pictures, whether it be, like, drawing devil horns and a gun on the on This the was my favorite to do. Just, like, totally just this was my favorite. all over the whole book. Anyone, you guys? Best thing, best thing <laughs> you can do in high school is you go to a page, whatever page, you know? Go to page 64. And then you, and then you yeah. put, go to page 64. Yeah. You go to page 64, Titties. There's titties on that page, man. No. There's titties on that well, page. Yeah, you'd have to be like, go to 64, and then get to the 64, and then it'd be like, go to 32. Ah, that's, no. Oh, that's and it's sinister. Like a, you scavenger like hunt. half a <laughs> class like going through this book like, oh, shit. That is oh, sinister. <laughs> and then you finally get to it at the end, and it'll be like, fuck you, or whatever. Or oh, paper, man. Draw some titties. I, I, would, I, would, I would 100% go to the, like, the uh, if we were in a... Like a phys ed class or whatever, you know, or yeah. no, not mm. maybe not physical education, but uh, but something along the lines. What, what what's home ec? What are they health health? Yeah, I don't know. And then and then that's where you, <laughs> you'd put it there, and there'd be like a it'd be like a ding dong, but they like cut it in half to show you like the urethra and the ball and all that <laughs> stuff. You know, that's got to be health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you, you oh, no. point him to that page. Ah, you meat gazer, motherfucker! Look at you. You're looking at a dick. <laughs> and then you just know for the next few years, you'd be like some freshman fucking my first, a dick right now. <laughs> my first health class, first day, we showed up. Uh, the teacher walks up to the talk, chalkboard, writes his name, then goes over about two feet to the right. And writes the words in all capital letters, P R E dash C U M. Pre cum. He writes pre cum on the fucking chalkboard, and then he turns around and says, "Does anybody know what this is?" You're all gonna taste it in about five minutes. <laughs> Everybody Everyone knows. Kind of giggling, like, "Oh wow, we're starting off with some fucking shit," you know what I mean? And then he, and then us, everyone's giggles and giggles, <laughs> and he tells, and then he starts saying. You know, you start having sex with a girl, you think you're just going to pull out or whatever. Pre-cum is what comes out, and that's how you're going to get her pregnant. So just because he pulled... And that was his first big lesson to everybody. Like, hey, I'm Mr. Blah, blah, blah. I can't remember his name. Dude. And then writes pre-cum. Like, I'm telling you, health is like the most brutal class. They'll show you birthing the baby, mm-hmm. and that, that fucking shit just tearing yeah. at the top and the bottom. Like, skin ripping. And then they'll show you the r- dick and... Sliced oh, yeah. open and yeah, I think I'm gonna write pre cum after my name every time I write my name. <laughs> like if I ever like if I'm in Publix and like you know how sometimes you swipe your card and it has you sign. You know every once in a while I have you do that. I'm just gonna write R S pre cum. Hell yeah, it's, that's my new thing. R S pre cum Esquire. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, prim and proper. That'd be great if I was way. the third. Yeah. Um, okay, sorry. Uh, have, how is the chicken going? You haven't even checked it at all. Um, is it? Are you accusing me of I not checking like the chicken? chicken well, no. It's just because I'm checking the chicken, man. Don't don't, don't get on me about it's checking. It's just because the chicken. you're you know you're as opposed to grilling it today, you're smoking it. Why is the chicken always co- so it's topic a of different. conversation during these backyard sessions? Does anyone just, remember that? I feel like chicken tonight. Oh, I remember. I feel yeah. like chicken tonight. Oh yeah, I like chicken tonight. <laughs> I thought that went over everyone's head real quick, no, and I was man. like, no, no, no. no. Old. No, no, okay. that shit was funny. I do. Um, <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Well, I'm just asking about the chicken. I'll I check said, the motherfucking chicken. Man. I, you know, I'm looking. I got an eye on it. I gotta eat it. I don't want salmonella or anything. I just no, want to make sure everything's right. up to up to quota. Everything's up to quota. You know? Okay, don't good. Don't you worry about my chicken. Good, good, good. Okay, I'll um, be right back for an unrelated reason, not the chicken. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, and I wanted to like talk a little bit about the um like drama that goes on in bands. What's like the worst thing that you've seen? I don't well, and I don't know if you want to necessarily say it because mm. you know you still might be cool with them or whatever, so you don't have to. Mm. But what's like the worst, like overly dramatic, you know, band moment you've ever had in like the eighteen twenty years doing it? Uh, there was a dude that quit the band one time because his fries that came out of the kitchen of the club we were playing. We ordered some food and he ordered some fries and he had to leave and go pick somebody up. He came back and we had eaten his fries, but we had also ordered him a, a order of hot fries. So when he got there, he'd have fresh fries. Right, right. Okay, good, yeah. cool. So we were like, why would he? Well, we don't want him to eat his cold fries. He had to get up and go. So we'll never use fries. that. And you know what I mean? We'll order him some hot, fresh fries when he gets when he gets back. He's like, "Where's my fries?" And we're like, "They're coming." He's bringing them out to you like any second now. Like we're 
we ate your fries and you know we explained to him and we want him to have some fresh fries when he came he's like fair but i like cold fries we're like oh well sorry man uh you know you can just this he's bringing them to you right and then the guy sets the fries in front of there are people that are like that i mean i guess but and then like we were like oh sorry man like i was like i'll buy your fries you know somebody was like here's a beer like don't worry about it he's like nah fuck you guys i love cold fries and i can't believe you eat them i'm so pissed and i was like okay and then he was like the last words he screamed was i quit i love cold fries and he left and he quit the band oh man wow and this this guy's still one of my best friends and in my basically in my family so he knows he did it and i know he did it and we all know he did it and it's not like (laughs) it's not like this crazy thing but it's just then when you ask like what's the most because i feel like that's dramatic overly dramatic that is cold fries you know that is that's way over the top but it was also it wasn't a big deal we were like oh well that's dave you know what i mean like hey dave if you're listening um, <laughs> did you think he wasn't like being serious and that like by the next day everything we, would be no, fine we thought that it was a joke for a second it was yeah, one of those things and i would then, yeah then later when we caught him we we're like <laughs> you come in he's like i was serious fuck you guys like i'm out we're just like oh my wow. god yeah Wow, know. over I like that story. Yeah, I'm sure it over was cold fries. Something it had to be her, something you know, else like, yeah. that boiled over exactly. to the fries. Right. You think yeah, it works. There might have been like an underlining, yeah, like maybe somebody was stealing his frozen pizzas out of his freezer or mm-hmm. something, you know. Oh yeah. That's actually highly probable what you just that exact thing what you just said. Oh really? Probably. Yeah. Because we always we all live together. Oh so. well as bands usually do, I guess, yep, right? Exactly. So and we all would like one day we'd fill the fridge up and we'd all share stuff. Sometimes you'd bring your own stuff. You know, we all had our little sections of the cupboard where we kept our food, our own little stashes of food. Yeah. You know, it was like, an, you know, a, a, an unspoken agreement, you know, that it's like, if it's out there, you can have it. But, you know, let me have my stuff too. Like, I got, so you know. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. You didn't want to eat all of someone's food or like if it was their last oatmeal pie you're not gonna go through there and eat it and you know so there's like little unspoken rules i feel like well and that's yeah and that's a whole nother thing too because like what even if somebody is good musically you mm-hmm. know and they would be great for your band mm-hmm. if if um being around them is just so unbearable you know like mm-hmm. i mean if they're like an axel rose from guns and roses if they're like that being around them all the time, it uh, it almost kind of negates how they are, you know, whether instrumentally or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, you just you don't want to deal with them. Right. You know what I mean? I so, feel like everybody that podcasts with me feels that way about me. <laughs> just a little my bit. My awkward demands. Just a little bit. We've, my band has been lucky enough to where we've had those <laughs> moments, but we haven't really had a singular person that we've had to actually, like... You've never kicked anybody out of the band? Of oh, yeah. I had to kick one dude out of the band because... He locked himself in the venue's uh, liquor closet. <laughs> he was in there snorting cocaine. Uh, okay, oh, wow. as you do. And when the wrong he showed reason. up, was he a drummer? No, he wasn't. He was actually a sax player. Another sax player. Was he a? Uh, hold on, I'm sorry. Did you say taxpayer? Sa- that sax uh, sax player. I don't, is that? I don't think those are mutually exclusive, are they? Oh, okay, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, so he locks himself in the kick, cooler okay. and, or in the closet. And uh, when we showed up to the venue, they were like, you guys have the whole run of this whole back area. Just do not go in there. That's all we ask. Because we have to come in there and get and our... That's that's the, why do you have to go in there to do cocaine? Right. I know. So, you can do cocaine in the bathroom. So they were beating on the door. They had the bouncers beating on the door like, come, uh, open the door. And then he finally opens the door and they were like, what were you doing? He's like... His literal words to them was, I'm a rock star, baby. <laughs> no. And, and then uh, that's where you get cut. Yeah. Wow. So the, the owner of the that's embarrassing. comes up to me and says, get the fuck out. I don't, you guys aren't playing tonight. And I'm like, uh, why? He was like, and he told me, tells me the story I just told you guys. And I'm yeah. like, uh, that guy's a fucking asshole. How about this? How about I kick him out of my band right now without having to ask anyone else in the band because they're instantly going to agree with And me. you got to play that night. And we played that night. Fuck yeah. And yeah. we kicked that guy out of the bar and we played the show and we got paid and we went home and everything was cool. Kept Way to be a trooper. I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the end of that story because, yeah, yeah, screw that fucking guy. Yep. I mean, that's... Uh, and he bowed up to me whenever he finally got outside and I was like, dude, you're out. Sorry, this happened. He bowed up to me, and I, literally it was me standing there with eight dudes behind me, and he bowed up to me, and that's all he did was bow up to me. Like so, was yeah, like, I thought I was going to get. In a he fight wouldn't have done anything yeah. else. No way. Exactly. But I can't was, play the saxophone 
while being able to breathe out of my nose. You know I have to snort cocaine <laughs> to play the sax, man. And he was a cool dude too, man. It's just he just had his moment, and that's why I feel like everybody that's ever been in, I've ever played music with, they they're all like my brothers, and I would never talk too much yeah. shit about him but they all had their moment and there's probably a moment or two that I've had that people were like what the fuck why did Steve just well that's that? gotta be you a difficult I mean? thing to break to them too being like look you know like how how do you even put that nicely like we we voted on it or we you know we, we talked about it for a little bit and mm-hmm. we just want to go a different direction it's nothing you did you know it's, yeah. not, it's not you it's us I think, that, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool that you don't want to talk shit about him either man so who's the worst player you've ever played with no, <laughs> 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 yeah. I want names <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, no! So all right. So um, can I get a best and worst uh, moment on stage? Best and worst. Best okay. and worst. Um, one of the worst times is the the microphone shocked me. Oh fuck! <laughs> but it shocked me <laughs> so bad laughing. that everything went white. Oh, and, no way! And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna wake up were on you, the ground with were people you, surrounding me. Were like, you playing at the time? Or I were was you fucking in the middle of singing a song? Like, wow! On stage. I felt like I heard the shocking noise, like, and then everything like went white noise, and my vision went white. I couldn't see anything, and I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake to be on the floor, and people are gonna be surrounding me." <laughs> my my vision slowly comes back, my hearing slowly comes back, and I'm still playing and singing, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm still here, I'm still standing up, and I'm still playing the song. Like this is crazy." And then I continued. Like, what did it look like to everybody else? I don't you know if they noticed because I'm I like I always cringe and have like weird faces or when I'm singing anyways I could have easily just oh God you know I could have so, been backing up to catch a breath or whatever so a question is was that a good moment or a bad moment that was the worst that was a bad moment that was a bad moment I thought I was going to die or nope. wake up well that sounds you know, like it like, ended up very you know very it worked good out. yeah exactly it worked it was, out but it was well, still, what was a highlight dude. Man, I, every time I play, like I'm, this is another time playing is awesome. But it's awesome. probably one of the biggest highlights ever to me was playing with actually less than Jake. We played less than Jake, Mustard Plug, that, and yeah. a band called Suburban Legends. Man, I and I it was missed... a sold out show at House of Blues, and just standing on stage and looking out of the sold out House of Blues and playing your music to them. That's awesome. You know, that was amazing. You also got to play with uh, one of my favorite bands, um, Direct Hit. Yes. Those. How was that, man? I fucking missed that show. Something happened around here, and I, I was like waiting to go to the show all week, like longer than all week. And then something happened at you the said house. Your AC broke. Oh no! And the girl was freaking the fuck out. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> um, no, nah, that was great, man. Those guys were super cool. I yeah. talked to them before and after, and they were super down to earth. I mean, they're from Wisconsin, so it's like how. How can you not be down to earth if you're from Wisconsin? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess maybe you could be like a a cheesehead in Green Bay and be a little bit full of your gourd. But for the most part, Wisconsin is like kind of like just fucking America. You know, know, you're fucking just regular America. I actually, if you had me name all 50 states right now, I would have probably missed Wisconsin. Really? Of all of them? No, no, I I forgot about Montana, too. Montana. Um, there's two Dakotas still. It's, yeah, there's still mm-hmm. two Dakotas. That, that's we, what gets me. Can we just give all the ones? Not Rushmore's on the, in one of the Dakotas. We should give all the top layer of states. I think we should just give all those to Canada. Or just whole, cut it like, off, yeah. Top layer right there. Yeah. Or you know how like down towards Mexico, it's like everything's L or oh, La. Yeah. El Paso. Just, just have the, all the things up north like uh, Minnesota, eh? Wisconsin, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if I were to try to name the fifty states, I feel like I would add a couple because of that whole North South thing. Like I would just add North Tennessee. But if the North, and, there you go. You know, I'm from West Virginia, South so Virginia. I tell people I'm from West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Oh, I love Virginia Beach." I'm like, "That's a totally different state." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if you do added you know eight the, all the northern states, you would memorize some. Do you know the here. history of why did there why there's a West and regular Virginia? Yes. Isn't there what's the, what's the I know there's like a what happened? We're the we're we're the first Civil War state, which means we were the first state born from the Civil War. We were right on the line of North and South, and West Virginia was basically for the North, even though they were in the South. Yeah. So, and then Virginia and all that stuff, that's basically Washington, D.C. And yeah, all yeah, that's, yeah. You know, that's where the forefathers yeah, were. came up, yo, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, came up. <laughs> and so they, uh, Abraham Lincoln actually... Uh, created West Virginia and separated us during the Civil War, and we were for the Union. 
Wow. So that was back. Virginia was like, for the Confederacy. From like the thirteen colonies, then yep. that's like from way. Back. Well, actually, no, we're actually a pretty uh, we're a pretty young state when it comes to that. We weren't. We weren't. We it was all the same the for colonies. a while up until we're, I don't yeah, know exactly. when. Exactly. We were after the like the West and all that stuff. Like, we we were pretty. It was like it was just the Civil War, which it, it and it's actually a lot closer than it feels like it was. Like. Yeah. Right. It feels like it was like ancient, like yeah. and I don't know. Seems like it was just I yesterday. <laughs> I'll, I'll, like when I tell people that there are still people alive today that had to use separate bathrooms and separate water fountains and sit on the back oh, of the yeah. bus, I get the look like, "Are you sure you know what you're talking about, buddy?" Like, no, there's literally like that's why this shit. I don't I hate to bring up like such a serious thing, but it's you know that's no. Why there's a there's weird. a Holocaust survivor on the street, right? On this street. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, just because Anne Frank died as young as she did doesn't mean that she wouldn't still be alive today. You know, like, Mm -hmm. um, uh, and this was actually, like... How old would she be? She was 13 in 1931. She would be, like, 90, early 90s. Holy shit. Early 90s, for sure. So she'd probably be dead from a car wreck. But... (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Well, who knows? Yeah. I mean, um, statistically, is this a, is this a good time to take a little bit of a break? Sure. I yeah. think with an Anne, Anne Frank joke, we'll <laughs> stop on that. Now that it got awkward. Right. Sorry. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna be right back after a little bit of a jingle, and you're uh, listening to the fourth backyard session, and we'll be right back. And yeah, we'll be right back. Listening to the backyard sessions where nothing is taken to heart and everyone just has a good time. This is episode four. It's all good, man. Oh yeah, it's, it's like, and for that one, like for us, it's only this one side. If we were to do it on this side, it sounds weird. Uh, but um, for you, I think it's either side. Okay. But yeah, cool. Yeah, but yeah, there you go. Chill. Yeah, and I think we're all coming in. Yeah. We are. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck <laughs> yeah! Fuck yeah! Normally, John's the one that does that. I, I, yeah, that's that's usually that's what I claim. Okay, right, are we ready? Yep. Okay. Welcome back to the fourth backyard sessions. My name is John. I'm sitting here with Rocky from What's the Fuss. Hey, and uh, we have a special guest, musician, the we first do. musician we've had on, because uh, we've been doing podcasters, comedians, and stuff like that. But um, we have from Sixty Nine Fingers, Effit, the drummer from Eat the Elderly, and one other band I forget. Gloriosa. Gloriosa. Uh, Steve Osborne. Thank you, sir. Yes. Uh, thank you for being on. You know, and you forgot Handsome Devil. Handsome devil. <laughs> there's one. There's always one I forget. Yeah, no, no, course. no, not the band. He's just a handsome devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Musician and, uh, slash handsome devil. Yeah, and you, um, you know, you used to work on radio. That's cool. You know, I um, I didn't even know that about you when before we started doing this. I was told like right before. Um, that's uh, I why I told John I was like he's better at this than you are. <laughs> yeah, he's been there, done that. What the fuck. Um, why, why did you transition from doing like, you know, uh, radio and DJing, uh, de- DJing, DJing, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. DJing. DJing. Is that's what I said. That's yeah. what, that's what uh, little baby DJs they're called. They're called DJs and they sit in their DJ mommy's, uh, pouch in their belly mm-hmm. until they're really ready to like, you know, <laughs> to match beats, yeah. you know, cause it, you, you get, there's beats per minute. DJ Joe. You gotta know how to bring one song into the next with you know make, you gotta make a seamless transition oh, fuck. into the that next shit. song. So DJ's yeah. you were DJing for a, a long time. And it's also a great me- uh breakfast cereal. DJ's <laughs> DJ's? Oh yeah. DJ's are great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh the, the taste bre- you can see. The breakfast of musicians. <laughs> oh god. But honestly the the radio thing was like the the tiniest little speck on my timeline. Like it was just uh, I had a good buddy named Chris Crone, and he had a, uh, a radio show. I love Crone. Show. You remember him, Odin's guy. Oh, yeah. He had a show and at Rollins, and he went there. He actually went to Rollins. I did not go to Rollins. And he had a weekly show, and he was like, hey, can you take over my show for me for you know a couple months? But he's, he's like, honestly, you can keep going if you want. 
Oh, oh, so no one's gonna stop you. He's like, they might say one day we're gonna switch it to this, and until then, you can have it. And literally, I was just, I got to come in and have, you know, two hours to do whatever. You know? Yeah. Wow. So, so but it was only like briefly. Awesome. Yeah, it was like I okay. did it for two months. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But still, like I had the, it was the, I had the station to myself. Like there was no one else there. I got to just hang out and do my thing you know or have someone there to hang out help me put c- cds in and that's just, a lot you know, of responsibility to give a rock star to a random guy that didn't even go to rollins yeah. that's I, awesome chris Trone just walked me in was like here you go here's the guy to meet and i'm like okay what's up and just would show that's up cool yeah no that's but awesome. I, i'm finally glad we get to have a musician on because we've had a bunch of other you know people on different yeah. like you know artists in their own way musicians but, uh, are a little different it's cool you yeah. have to collaborate with people which i know is hard how do you write a song with other people what if what if yeah, what if they don't like, like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what if it doesn't mesh up? What if what if you don't like the, there's different the, there's different types of writing. There's if there's organic ways of writing and then there's artificial ways where you can just make it happen and and go to the least common denominator you can say, "All right, just play this really simply and then we'll build from that." Yeah. And sometimes you can really organically talk to someone and be like, "Hey man, let's do this and make it sound like this and change this part here." And they'll be like, "Oh, okay, cool." And it'll just click and they'll just play it. Yeah, cuz that's really interesting. Like I I was you know kind of curious on that exact thing where it's like do you guys all write it together and put it together as you know all, what with all of you in the same room or like do you guys put a piece together and are like okay so let's work around this mm-hmm. and then you know like do it individually let's apply our parts what's cool is it comes from different uh, ways sometimes one person will bring an idea in and then we'll kind of riff on that for a while and then we'll say hey well let's just make that little thing we just that he said and we'll make that a part of the song. And then the next thing, he was doing this cool thing. So make his part the next part of the song. And it'll all be. And then after you let two or three dudes have their little turn, and then you kind of mix it all together, then boom, there's a song. And really, every died. That like seems a really little hard piece. to do 20 times. But it's no, it's, uh, it's actually it easier. Instead of having to write the whole song, it's like, sure. I'll just write this little piece of the song. So you just show up and be like, okay, what's this little part? And everybody <laughs> puts their little two cents in so it makes it a little bit easier for everyone else to make the whole song it still seems like really hard to like put together no yeah and i mean when you're talking about three and a half minutes or four minutes or however long the song lasts mm-hmm. uh you know how how long does that usually take to put together a four minute song or whatever you know some bands crank out whole albums in a month or they'll put out a cd or two every year it just depends you know we we don't we're, we're not one of those bands that records and constantly is putting out albums we we play live, you know. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're we're constantly playing live. We have we've been a band for twenty years, so you can imagine how many songs we have. We could play for four hours if we played all of our songs. That's crazy. Like, do you, could you think you could you think you could belt them all out? Do you still do you still know every song? Um, there's songs we haven't played in a long time that we would probably forget parts of. Probably or, have to know, practice. Yeah, we have to practice them. But then there's also songs that are twenty years old that we can instantly play. Like nice, you know, that are just. That we've yeah. always played them. Well, and you guys have a show, like speaking of performing live, you guys have a show coming up on March 24th. 24th. Yep. Where Where are you guys playing it's in at? Ponce Inlet. It's uh, Jerry's Tiki Bar. He's having his uh, annual, like, he has, it's like a reggae bash, is what they call it. And it's just slapping the bass. Two stage show. <laughs> you know, it's like every year there's a, at least like a thousand people there. It's, Holy shit. Yeah, this, it's, it's a big deal. Oh, it's awesome. It's all day and. Uh, this year, Badfish is playing, which is a Sublime cover. Oh band. man! And I if like it's on guys. the beach and you got a Sublime cover band, I mean, you're basically in the mood right there. Oh yeah, you know I mean, like, there's gonna be girls, guys, hanging yeah. out, doing and stuff. Also, yeah. another band which they <laughs> tour nationally called uh, Bumpin' Uglies. Oh, they're really awesome. They're reggae, just kind of like if you want to think of Sublime being. I think I've heard that. I think I've know? heard that band. I like to refer refer it to as white boy reggae sometimes. Oh yeah. Not in a derogatory way. <laughs> sometimes we're like people get offended when I say that. I found <laughs> people that are offended are twats. No, because no, I, I, but when you say white boy reggae, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, are you we offending? I mean? like, are we it, offending the the it, white boys out here now? <laughs> yeah, all, <laughs> all of us on yeah. the show. Yeah, I have a theory. It's more can't... of a musician thing. Like like a, a musician has an identity, and then you say, "Oh, you like that white boy reggae part uh, there," and they're like. <sighs> I have a theory. I have a theory. I know I'm white and I have dreads and it's ironic, but <laughs> like Tosh Townen, I have a theory. You can't I, offend smart people. Mm. Can't offend smart people. They know if, if you're yeah. joking, you're joking. They're yeah. Right. Or I mean, if they're at least smart enough, they know not to white engage boy in reggae. Such, 
Ah. Shit. If you're fucking nothing, honestly, you can't offend smart nothing. people, but you can fuck with the wrong smart person on the wrong day, though, and they'll fu- they'll come right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard so much worse though. Let's not, white boy renegade. Not, <laughs> my God, let's not talk about what like what worse things we've. Go heard. ahead and say what's the but, what's the most offensive word that you can think of right now? Go. No, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to get thinking. you. Yeah, I tried to yeah, get you. I was churning over here. There's no peer pressure. Yeah, I was trying I to think of something ironic, though. Like. I learned a uh, New Zealand word for your mother's cunt the yeah. other day, and uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, I don't. I can't. I can't. Re- uh, I. I don't. I, I. I guess I didn't learn it that well because I can't repeat it. But uh, I heard that if you say that, it's almost like like you think of curse words, mm-hmm. like bad words. This is apparently a curse. Like, if you say this, you they think you can curse a family, basically. Like, it's almost like bringing, oh, like up, a the, curse, curse. bringing up the name of the grandfather like a of cell. Satan. Yeah, if you say oh. if you say the uh, there's this name uh, in in Finnish culture, and it, it's the grandfather of Satan. And apparently, if you say his name, like he, he could show up. That sounds, sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, oh. you don't talk about someone's. Mother's cunt in. Shut up, cracker. <laughs> God, I'm boring. Yeah. But, um, okay. So My dog's black. A- I'm cool, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the sun is uh, starting to go down now. and As it, it always is on Backyard Sessions. Yeah. It's, you know, we always get to that time. It's kind of how we do it. That's, cheers to that. You know, we try to line this it up like that. how we do it. Yeah, let's let's have a cheers, guys. Yes. Cheers, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's starting thank to get chilly. Me. Oh, thank, thank you for you. coming here. Thank you for being on. Yes. You've never been to my house before. Hmm. No, he comes here about twice a week. And we hang out. (laughs) That's a ruse. (laughs) Me and Rocky get together like once or twice a week just to yell at each other about politics. (laughs) And fucking, I mean, in an awesome, in the best way possible. But like, there's been times where his lady has came and walked in the room and be like, can you guys like not talk about (laughs) politics for like five minutes? Because we'll like we'll go there like we we'll get deep like we'll He's, start we'll start like valuing human life by the dollar. We'll be like okay, if a one person is worth one million dollars, <laughs> if we kill this many, would the Earth's population be okay? You like, know you know what's weird funny? shit that, that that makes no sense. If someone heard us say it, they'd be like, these guys are fucking insane. I, I I'm the type of person that values discussion. Well, and, if, and and I and I really like it. Yeah, Steve too is uh, an intellectual. I wouldn't call myself an intellectual, but he is an intellectual. But Steve and I have this weird ability to not judge each other. We we can have these drawn out conversations about politics, religion, sex, drugs, rock and roll. We can have these discussions and not hate each other afterwards. You know, even, like sometimes we get to. I think the only thing that we didn't. The only thing that we couldn't get to was um, was it school uh, school lunches for kids? <laughs> I'm not even joking. There was one. There was one that we didn't get to. Like get, like normally we get to an agreement. We're like, okay, that sounds like okay. Here now we now we've got some ground. Now we've got an, a point to agree upon. We can build off this. Uh, be it be it on this side of the spectrum or this side of the spectrum. More often than not. No, normally we figure out something mm-hmm. that we can yeah, at least go home and feel good about. But I think there's been like I think uh, maybe maybe it wasn't that I don't know. But I, I, there's only been there's only <laughs> been a there. few. Uh, we're, we're normally able to like hash out ourselves. He's actually the, my favorite person to talk politics with because. At least he's at least he's read up on it, you know. It, he's not arguing for the sake of argument. He's not uh, he's not being a cock. Well, and it, well, it depends when you're talking politically what you're talking about. If you're talking everything, then, yeah, yeah. But and that's the thing. If you're talking just to say you're part of it, then you're not really having a discussion. I try not to blindly defend things for sure. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like and like sometimes you you have those conversations in the spirit of actually trying to learn something. Yeah, you know what I mean. And although I can be a little insensitive, I think that we both are normally coming from a, a, a point of rationality and and a point of where we're trying to get the best result for whatever we're arguing. Um. And and that's hard. That's hard to do with someone that d- you disagree with. No. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So sometimes you you think each other are, are so far off base, but I think most of the time we're coming from a point of uh, what what's better for everybody. I think I think that's that's where I'm coming from, and that's always certainly where he's coming from. So it's just how do we get there? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Can, can, how do, how do we get everybody else to come along with us? Yeah. There's all these issues, and um, 
you know, we both we all want the same thing. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's just it's all a little different. I kind of I I kind of am sad about the people that are getting jaded with the conversations and the things that are going on with social media because I understand like oh everyone's got this technology they have their heads buried in the sand with this you know it's all got to be this or this or that and I feel like we're not we can use this technology and still the social media to have these conversations and like it doesn't have to be this like taboo thing or this like weird thing that's like i don't know people are like complain about people like too much they just need to continue the conversation you know i think another important thing is to stay um if if you can if you're able to um stay kind of on the fence about stuff because if you're already predetermined there's really not a lot of discussion to be had if you're if you're always in the quest for knowledge if you're always kind of you know searching for the truth or whatever you know, I, b- I believe is a, is a big thing, or at least not afraid to have the idea. Like some people get offended by ideas and words and stuff like that. I think that's ridiculous. I think that's so. Um, it, it really, really. Uh, re- I say retard, but I don't mean retard. But it really retards the conversation. Rocky it really just went full retard on that. It, it, went, it dulls. It dulls went, the conversation yeah. down. If all of a sudden you're not allowed to say this, you're not allowed to say that. If you're not even allowed to think it, even if you think it's wrong. Let's say that even if I think an idea is bad, I should at least be able to bring it up. Rocky, what about this? Question everything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Question, question question everything. Your government, your TV, your churches, your political uh, officials. Yeah, the political discussions, how you approach politics. Question it all. Question and get to the point where you question everything so much to where you answer yourself enough to where you know which way you want to go yeah well exactly yeah that'll almost direct you and never never be like solid on anything never be like 100 percent on anything exactly that's why you got to keep you know unless you've done believe me you can be proven wrong i've been proven wrong about it i i believe all my life most things i just in the last year got the way that i am because i thought the same as everybody else man i thought i thought what people told me was true and then it wasn't until the last like year or two that I was like, oh, shit, I'm fucking brainwashed. And now I, I feel very differently than almost every person that I know. And, and, it, and it's really hard to go, dude, I used to think that, too. And then I read yeah. up on it. Well, the I numbers mean, disagree. Oh, and you know how hard it is to have like, a, like those type of discussions, you know, all these politically based things and all that. It, it, and it not turn personal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because people start attacking. You know, if you're if you're texting somebody or messaging them over social media, then it becomes about like the grammar that they had or something. And oh, it's God. like, okay, so we're not even talking about the issue anymore. Yeah, you know so what you're I not mean? really. You're, yeah, I and, know what you're talking about. Yeah, and and like you can't even entertain those type of people, yeah. which are well, out there. It's also but, the, it's also it's also the least healthy discussion is to argue with people for no reason. It, it really gets you nowhere. I, th- I think the best thing that you can do is have free discussion and 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 listen to everybody. And at the end of the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we usually end up laughing. Yep, it's in our best interest yeah. to do our homework too, and and look at and look at things on what we're talking about and know about what we're talking yeah. about. You know, just, <clears throat> and I you know oh I mean, yeah, anything I don't know about, I'm not trying to yeah. put an, an opinion out there about. And you that's, know what I mean? It's hard. Well, because you'll always you'll always end it's up a hard thing to do. You'll always end up being wrong. Like I think um, I I think uh, with this with this day and age, one thing that has certainly died is being able to flat out lie anymore. You can't do it anymore. Everybody know. Everybody can figure out the truth. And there, now there's there's ten different truths. You can go to Bill Burr is is famous for uh, using the phrase "I'm right dot com." You can go you can go look up. Oh yeah, yeah. You can yeah. go look up your facts. You can make it look the, almost any way. The ones convenient oh, yeah. to you. And th- yeah. but then but then if like literally if you add up everything and you get a big old median of like, you know, numbers, statistics, whatever, blah blah blah. I think a lot of times like that hurts. So you go back to thinking what you <laughs> originally thought you're oh, like, yeah. all right, I was I was safe where I was at. And awesome. I, and, and I and I certainly I certainly feel like that was how I was doing it. Uh, but but now now one thing that I really like is my um I don't have a lot of l- right leaning friends. I've mostly left-leaning friends, but one thing that I like about being in the middle is that um, I can spot the horse shit from a mile away. Anybody that's way too into what they're saying, usually just a Google search away, mm-hmm. you know? Well, um, and, and sometimes they'll start repeating themselves and or talk in a circle, and you're like, okay, so do you really fucking know what you're talking about? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, also you gotta, you got to realize what's, what's, what's – is there a means to an end? You know, are they are they willing to lie for their cause? You know, and, and this is this is how I feel. This is how I categorize my friends. 
Oh, just, how, just, how does Rocky I'm, a, I'm about to get deep. His friends. I'm about okay. to get deep on your ass. And I didn't want to talk about this. Where am I? I, want, I wanted to give this to... Uh, you can edit this out later if it, if it becomes <laughs> nope. unintelligible. <laughs> nope. But there's three nice. types of friends. There's people that like what you like. Okay. You know, some people are into so far, punk I'm rock. With you on this some one. people are into punk rock. Some people are into skateboarding. Some people are into podcasts. Some people are into drugs. Some people are into alcohol. They like what you like. Right, right. So as long as you like that, they like you. That's the first type. I believe there's that. another type. That's absolutely. And these are the these are the most strange bedfellows. Is the second type people that hate what you hate. Those people are dangerous. Okay. Because they don't like what you don't like. Huh. They don't give a shit what you like. They don't give a shit who you are. Okay. They just know that you don't like what they don't like, so they can use you. They're called comrades. The first one's called um, uh, confidants. Oh, there, you're, there's okay. confidants. So it's it's your confidant. Someone. Oh, well, no, yeah. it's a constituent. More, it's a constituent. Your constituents are someone that you can trust in because you like what they like. Then there's the comrades. Yeah. They hate what you hate. Yeah, because then because confidant, I feel like is something. Then you there's tell. the confidant. They like you. Yeah, they're yeah. into you. They they will. They, these are the people that save lives. These are the people that intervene. These are the intervention guys. These are your family, your friends for years. There's your they're your confidants. So right. there's three people. They like what you like. They hate what you like, or they hate what you hate, or you know. They're they're into you as a person. Some people are just scaffolding on the side of a building, and they're just there till the project is finished, and then they're gone. Yeah, until and they that's got fine. What, until and they got what they got. Don't worry about. Don't get mad if people leave because of that reason, hmm. because they weren't supposed to be there in the first place. They're not your confidants. No, no. So no. so find those people. And figure your shit out, you know. Rocky's and, got the galaxy brain going on right now. Yeah, you. I just got deep. You didn't guys I? have <laughs> deep like the ocean. That. But just, 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 just think about that as you make your friends and and as you, you know, you go to dinner with people and you and people start like, especially with me, people think that because uh, I'm open and I'm a ball buster, people like to get in with me like quick, like before I even know their middle name, they're talking politics with me. So I'm going, this guy just doesn't like. What I don't like, or he just doesn't like that I like something, and you can you, yeah. can, you can dissect people really easy because there's no real knowledge of who you are as a person. He's and just then going there's off and of, then there's people like my buddy Steve here who we have who no matter what which I, I hate like, what you like no, yeah well <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is that labeled as <laughs> he he's not a big Blink One Eighty Two fan I really like him um, <laughs> or Three Eleven <laughs> I, no, I, I do not like Three Eleven but I learned how to play guitar because of Blink One Eighty Two well but so. he doesn't care what I like he doesn't care what I dislike. He, we're just buddies. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and that's that's sort of that's where all that was coming. Now from. it comes full. That's circle. that's what I was I, getting. At. I was like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> that's huh. the only reason that I talked about any of that shit. You'll be able to edit that and make that sound somewhat intelligible. <laughs> Learning with Rocky. I mean, I love that the the confidant constituent. And, all right, your question now. Yeah, well, that was beautiful. I liked it too. No, yeah, that was that was uh, that was good and insightful to say now the cook least. Cook me that chicken. Yeah, yeah, he's going to check on it. It's. I feel like when he's smoking chicken, it takes a lot longer. Word. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he's grilling it, it's like you know by by the middle of the the break, we're we're eating it, <laughs> and uh, you know now it's it's getting pretty dark, but pretty chilly to say the least. <laughs> I'm I'm getting cold. I'm not the only one. I don't yeah. give a shit. I brought a hoodie. I knew. Yeah, yeah, you got the beanie on too. Yeah. I I brought the the hoodie up. And then I had a ball cap on. I kind of looked like Eminem at first, you know. But uh, and and I love Eminem. I'm I'm steering the conversation back to music. Fuck yeah. this. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> man. Whatever Rocky Please was talking do. about. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I I loved uh you know Eminem, but lately his like you know his ciphers that he does the he'll do these little ciphers where there's no instrumental, no nothing. It's like him under a bridge, just like freestyling. Okay. Those kind of have fa- been falling flat to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, are you into rap at all? Or? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of rap? Um, I mean, I'm like a mid '90s, Cypress to early Hill. 2000 kind of guy. Like, actually, the first rap album I ever bought was Tupac "All Eyes on Me." Oh, Tupac! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tupac so was that was like my introduction, and then after that it was Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clan, yeah. and then after that we had Dr. Dre, Eminem. 
I came to bring the pain hardcore to the right. brain. The cow in that ass mm. game. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I heard Wu-Tang, and every time I hear Wu-Tang, I have to say that. Yeah. What about uh, Insane Cloud Posse? <laughs> no. Uh, I had friends that were juggalos that dressed, <laughs> that wore paint to school. They would. Bef- oh, wow. I thought that so was this illegal. Was, it was this illegal was before where I they had to this was like they had to make a rule in my high school you can't wear <laughs> face paint to school because there was like 15 of these dudes and they would go out and they would like go by fago and they would go out at night and hang out and walk on the streets and like spray fago everywhere and do like <laughs> whatever because that was like some kind of thing like you like shook up the fago and you sprayed each other with it and that was like this thing their like, fan their fans are extreme as shit yeah probably and they would, i mean they would walk around like a gang dress up like wear the face paint and all that stuff like they're members of kiss yeah. Oh God, that's horrible. No, I mean I, I gotta give it to him. I gotta give it to him. ICP did something right. I don't know exactly what it is yet. It they, they might be like some crossroads shit, like where you sign your sign your soul to the devil, and it's like, all right, you can have this, but blah 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 blah. The hounds of hell are coming after these guys at some point. Some well, actually, the <laughs> government went after them for something like being like a terrorist organization or some shit. What was it? You guys um, know it was, it was a gang thing. Um, yeah. They basically got labeled as a gang, and I think um, ICP fought it for years. But they, they won. Lost. It. Did they, they lost? They won. I don't know. Fuck. Um, I will. Okay. The last thing that I, they probably lost a few before they won. So I probably saw an interview where they had lost at one point because this was forever ago. Mm. Um, so yeah, they probably they probably lost a few, won a few, whatever. You know, that's ridiculous. Um, but I, I guess eventually they won the case, and they're not considered a gang. I would consider them a disenfranchised group of degenerates who like. Uh, rap. There's a documentary. Or, uh, there's like, a documentary floating around somewhere about the, the Juggalo. Uh, I, I remember watching it and being in pure awe for sure. Really, like, those guys. I'm I telling they, you what, they fucking party harder than anybody on the planet. Yeah, dude, they <laughs> party harder than fucking Woodstock. But they're also like Christian. They have some kind of Christian. No, they're thing not. Going on. They're not Christian. Well, they you can't some, be Christian. They, and they an took ICP. some kind of Christian angle. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling huh. you, they did it. What um? Stop it. Well, what genre of music do you like the least? Like which? Because like for me, it's it's country. I I like some country music, mm-hmm. but it's not for a me, lot of it. Country new anything new country is terrible. Uh, you don't like hip hop? The worst. Old cl- old classic country. Hip hop. <laughs> I'm from West Virginia, so I love old time music. You know, banjo, acoustic, anything like that. Where every, there was one microphone and the whole band, you can hear the whole band. Like old time banjo. Just country stuff like that, like and East Coast stuff. I I don't really get into the West Coast country because there's old time country West Coast, but I'm not even. I'm like Appalachian hillbilly. Oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean, like that's that's the kind of country I like, like, and that's but that's old. That's you know but that's fifty sixties. My 50s, long 60s. hair just can't cover up my redneck. Exactly. Yeah, well, and I mean, like it's I because I kind of like country, and then kind of where it's like closest to folk. Music, mm-hmm. you know, you I like folk Trampled music. Trampled by yeah. Turtles, great example yeah. of that. Okay, oh, yeah, oh yeah. god, they're so you good. Wait so, long. so good. Oh man, that's not their only good song. That's <sighs> no, that, that might album, be their best. That's my favorite album. <coughs> I didn't know they had two albums. I'd only heard uh, some of the oh, one dude, that dude. that one. They got all kinds of. God, stuff. they're good. I like the Avid Brothers too. I can't. I can't lie. Well, yeah, no, they're not bad either. Yeah, good. You know, but like old Crow Medicine Show. The which one? Old Crow Never heard it. No. Oh, we're I'm we're listening to that. We're here tonight. Yeah, sweet. Right now, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're getting pretty close to wrapping up, actually. Anything awesome. else you want to say, man? Anything that you wanted to get to? Um, I love you guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, we've been chilling. We've been having I'm a lot honored. of fun. This is always I'm fun. privileged. I really, I, I'm in good company with all the guests you guys have had. This is a yeah. great show. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, and, um, like, I appreciate you toughing through the cold weather too. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Hey, man, I just I wanted it. to say that uh, you know, uh, besides being a friend, I'm a huge fan. I think you're the coolest dude. Um. Uh, what I would say is uh, everybody go check out Steve. Um, what's your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? What's all that scenario look like? Um, just hit up 69 Fingers. We're uh, there you on go. Facebook, 69 Fingers, uh, Instagram. Just search, Google 69 Fingers Great and everything music. will pop up. Great music. That's my band. That's what I'm all about. I love everything about that. And then if you're friends with me, you're friends with me Yeah. Facebook. And go check him out live because they do a great show. He, oh uh, yeah, fuck! It's it, I, I try to make as many as I can. It believe me, if I if I can't uh, if I can't make a show, I'm fucking pretty bummed about it. It sucks. And, and I mean, my girl knows that. That's one of my things where I get like uh, immunity on. Like Steve's got a show. 
Like, that's the one thing she can't get mad about. She's like, oh, Steve. <laughs> he's so great. You know, he's such a good guy. And your girlfriend's so lovely. That's soon the- to be wife. Congratulations Thank on you, that. Sir. You're going to get married uh, next March. Yep. Oh, oh no man. shit. A year from now. Oh, Hopefully it's like it was yesterday yeah, and you. not today. Yesterday was the perfect weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, today? Well, mm. nah. as long as it doesn't rain, it'd be beautiful if it was actually like this right now. I'm perfect. Everybody freezing this, there. This we get to see everybody's morning. nipples. Yeah, that'd be great. It's uh, a little, yeah. it's a little windy for my taste. Yeah, if it was, yeah the wind. Hey, uh, we're talking about wedding pictures. We're talking about here. girls in dresses. We're talking about nipples here, man. Get with the program. <laughs> Seriously, the wind could blow up the dress. Come on now. Whoa, whoa! I'm triggered. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I'm joking, guys. All right. Well, I love you very no. much, man. I want to thank you for being on the show. Um, this has been episode number four, four. of Backyard Sessions, man. John, you want to take it away? Hit yeah, me up, Rocky man. Soka on Facebook. Yep, Rocky Soka from What's the Fuss podcast. What's uh, the Fuss podcast? That's another thing. You can just Google What's the Fuss and oh yeah, pop right up. Oh, we're fucking big time. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, I'm joking. This has been the fourth Backyard Sessions, and uh, we've had Steve Osborne on, longtime musician, and uh, you know the music is fluent, it's smooth, it hits hard, it's uh, it's crisp, it's amazing, and uh, definitely check him out live he's actually better in that aspect and um, that's my favorite way yeah and thank you guys for listening and uh, we'll be back next week we appreciate everybody Leela <laughs> <laughs>